the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Russian authorities say a truck bomb causing a fire and the partial collapse of a bridge linking Russia annexed Crimea with Russia. Three people have been killed. The bridge considered to be a key supply artery for Moscow's faltering war effort. UN nuclear watchdog says Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the biggest in Europe, has lost its last remaining external power source. That is a result of renewed shelling now relying on emergency diesel generators. In Thailand, grief-stricken families continue to mourn the 24 children and 12 adults who were murdered in a daycare center. One mother says, there is, this is more than we can take. She adds, my baby was gunned down. This is SRM News. Sebastian Gorka is here to set the record straight. Never did I think that a president would, in fact, take those documents out of the White House and leave them in an unsecured area. So Mar-a-Lago is not an unsecured facility if it's guarded by the Secret Service. Am I right there, Eric? I like to think the Secret Service do a great job at protecting their people. Okay. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280 The Patriot. Do you want to give a shout out to your favorite host, have a topic suggestion for one of our shows, or just want to pass along your thoughts on today's big news? Have a question on one of our half-off deals? Send us a text. Our texting feature is back on the free AM 1280 The Patriot app. Just click on text on the bottom menu bar and let us know what's on your mind. 62 and sunny today, low of 43 tonight, more sun and 63 tomorrow. Thanks for listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My show, the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, one of four separate but equal broadcasts in the Northern Alliance pantheon of broadcasts. Uh, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up. After this, at 3 o'clock, just an hour out here right now, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow with a stellar range of guests and the latest uh, <laughs> uh, Miss Minnesota pageant news. I'm, you go to the experts for the information. By the way, saw Brad last night. Brad came out to my band's gig at the uh, Coon Rapids VFW. Uh, he sang a song with us. He actually, he, he did Bust a Move by Young MC, which technically isn't singing, but yeah, you try and learn all those words. <laughs> anyway, it was a hit. Uh, the whole evening was a hit. We had a great time last night out at the, uh, the, the Coon Rapids VFW, one of our, instantly one of our favorite clubs to play. I mean, all the places we play are our favorites. Let's be honest. I mean, picking your favorite club where you play that actually books you is like picking your favorite kid. They're all different in different ways. This one was just a big, lively, packed crowd all night long, and we'd had such a riot there. And we're looking there, not literally, not like mostly peaceful riot. No, actually, it was a fun riot all night long, and we're looking forward to doing it again. Uh, one of the things as I am looking, by the way, speaking of things I'm looking forward to doing again, I have been a longtime proponent of uh, the Speaking Proudly uh, event. It's a public speaking contest on the subject of uh, democracy itself. 
uh, featuring uh, speeches by high school girls who are competing uh, and competing at a very high level against each other for uh, some some really good prize money. And a little egg on my face. I didn't read my calendar properly today when I came in. I thought they were coming up this hour. It is, in fact, next week. So to anyone involved in speaking proudly out there who may have gotten a cardiac arrest from thinking you were running late uh, to an interview, uh, no, no, it's me. It's me who is uh, should has the uh, has has a bit of the the cardiac arrest going on right now. So that's fine. We'll be looking forward to talking with them, and perhaps some other special political guests next week here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, The Patriot. So it's a busy, busy electric election season, and there's a lot of noise and and sound and fury signifying nothing going on out there uh, perhaps you've heard it's uh it's a lot of people saying a lot of things we're going to be talking about some of that some of the sound and fury signifying nothing that's going on in american and minnesota electoral politics this month because you're going to hear a lot of it but there's one area where things have been really quiet this past week and it's the last place you'd expect to hear quiet because it follows on an event that was anything but quiet. It's been a week, roughly, maybe a little more, since a massive, really catastrophic hurricane struck Florida. And the media is pretty darn quiet about things. It's because while it was a disaster, they have not yet been able to pin anything on Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh, they've tried. Good Lord, have they ever tried. But the attacks have been bouncing off him like a lawn darts off a Sherman tank. Uh, even even some of the complete fabrications, like so many Democrat claims, some of the, the claims that are complete fabrications have been bouncing off. Uh, Christine Pusha, who's the press secretary for Ron DeSantis, says, quote, yeah, how how dare I get angry at you, disgusting, filthy, bottom-feeding uh, speeder sitting in New York City trying to politicize a fatal disaster in Florida for clicks, responding to a, a Democrat media blue check in New York who's making these au fait jokes about Ron DeSantis. And it's not working. I, I had a piece in Shot in the Dark that info my blog this past week entitled It's Quiet, which came out yesterday on the blog, yesterday morning. Uh, talking about how desperately the media is trying to find something to bang Ron DeSantis over the head with regarding his response to the hurricane and come up with nothing. Even the lying isn't working. To say nothing of anything remotely based in fact, nothing is sticking. Ron DeSantis had a career game this past couple of weeks in his response to Hurricane Ian, a, a, a catastrophic event. And the response was so good, so solid, so what's the word I'm looking for? Competent. That even President Biden in visiting Florida couldn't find it. When I say President Biden, I mean his staff, the people who do his messaging for him. But uh, Joe Biden doesn't message anything himself. Get over the idea. But even Joe Biden couldn't find any way to ding Ron DeSantis and, and was smart enough, apparently, or had staff at least that was smart enough not to try. It worked. Conservative governance that focuses on what government is actually supposed to do actually works now you had a bunch of people an awful lot of people who tried to make hay out of the notion that ron DeSantis went to fema went to the federal government looking for aid looking for help somebody of them said oh, ron DeSantis doesn't like the federal government but he sure likes to go to them for help when he needs it well duh who do we pay our federal income taxes to who assumed the job of, of overseeing America's disaster preparedness 50 years ago? The Federal Emergency Management Administration, FEMA, a agency of the government that gets billions and billions of tax dollars every year to do, to do what? 
to manage emergencies. And, and at its best, if you want to be completely idealistic about it, its primary job is to marshal resources from around the country, uh, state-level resources and federal resources, and get them where they are needed to deal with uh, emergencies, to largely assist the state governments, by the way. So when some of these blue checks say, hey, Ron DeSantis sure likes to get handouts from the feds uh, when, when, it, when it suits it, well, that's the point of FEMA. You're not necessarily supposed to have a FEMA coming in with a three-star general of disaster preparedness like George Patton taking over the situation. Their job is to assist who? The states. In other words, Ron DeSantis, they are trying to dunk on him for doing his job and having FEMA doing exactly the job that is enumerated for it. That's it. Oh, by the way, uh, a few of the of, of the less bright ones still said, "Hey, I bet you if Ron DeSantis would have had the twelve million dollars he spent flying people to other states, he could have responded to this emergency." But twelve million dollars is not even background noise against a disaster of the magnitude of of a hurricane hitting one of the most densely populated and highly uh, inflated states in the union. $12 million isn't going to repair the roads in Fort Myers. It's not going to replace the traffic signals in Fort Myers. By the way, speaking of which, you had the piteous sight as Florida rebuilds from a genuine catastrophe. Yesterday saw the pity-inducing sight of New York Mayor Eric Adams saying, Hey, uh, in, in response to Governors Abbott and DeSantis sending illegal immigrants to New York City, you had the pathetic, pitiable sight of Eric Adams, mayor of the largest city in America, Marian, mayor in some ways of the capital of the world, saying, Hey, we didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for all these immigrants which brought up two legitimate responses. Number one, well, do you think McAllen, Texas, Del Rio, Texas, San Diego, California, you think they asked for it? No, the federal government gave it to them. And by the way, yes, indeed, in a sense, you and your city did ask for it, Eric Adams, because you and your city are part of and voted for a party at all levels, from the lowliest city council alder person from Queens, up through your mayor's office, up through your state senators, all the way up to President Biden and whoever does his thinking for him these days, all of whom have worked overtime to give us open borders. Something that got shut down for four years there before Biden was elected, and yet, voila, here they are again. So, yeah, if you voted for the party of open borders, then, yes, you did ask for it. And, by the way, and, and <laughs> accepting that fact means you would have to have some concept of actions having consequences. And, of course, if you had that concept, you wouldn't be a Democrat. So... Oh, by the way, people who do understand that actions have consequences are starting to vote the other way. That's what we saw this past year, uh, spring, over the summer, I believe it was, when Myra Flores won her uh, special election running for Congress in the McAllen area, the, the far uh, downstream end of the Rio Grande Valley, a district that has been voting Democrat since it was formed in redistricting 20 years ago a district that was lopsided Democrat in the presidential election. Myra Flores won it and is going to win the election this fall because the people of McAllen, the people of Del Rio, the people of the Rio Grande Valley, by the way, overwhelmingly Latino in descent, very highly uh, Latino, Hispanic uh, population down there, 
uh, is getting crushed by illegal immigration. And they realize something that Mayor Eric Adams of New York City doesn't. Actions, including the votes you make, have consequences. So, yeah, Mayor Ab- Governor Abbott, Governor DeSantis, keep sending the buses to New York and Chicago and San Francisco. Spare a couple, by the way, for Minneapolis and St. Paul. I think we should drop a whole bunch of them off in Kenwood, Crocus Hill, Merriam Park. See how charitable they are. Bet you see the National Guard called out for that. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When your house needs siding, roofing, or windows, you can sit through three long-winded sales calls, or you can schedule a short meeting with me and receive quotes from multiple contractors by email a few days later. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes. I've had customers contact me recently saying, I've already received a couple bids. Is it too late to get in on your process? The answer is a huge no. It's not too late. In fact, if you already have bids, I can prove to you how great the prices are through my three quotes. I've recently worked with homeowners who received quotes from one of the biggest window companies in town, and they were floored by the prices. I was able to get quotes for them through another major brand with better warranties, better ratings, and best of all, save them thousands of dollars. If you want to make sure you're not paying too much, give me a call and I'll stop by for a short meeting. It's free and there's no obligation to buy. Set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Losing your family's home movies and photos would be devastating. That's why Legacy Box exists. To preserve your family's recorded moments digitally, ensuring they're safe forever. Think of the time and money your family invested to capture family vacations, birthdays, even your wedding. Recording a lifetime of memories was a commitment. Camcorders cost thousands, and cameras required film and development. Legacy Box is the final step to preserve your family's past. Thankfully, it doesn't require another big investment. Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. Over 1 million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert their analog media to digital. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Become your family's hero and save them before it's too late. For a limited time, Legacy Box is offering an exclusive discount when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Freshness made easy with Febreze Small Spaces. One continuous freshness that fights odors with no batteries and no outlets? Try Febreze Small Spaces. Ah, but what's a small space? To answer that, we brought in our lawyer. Small spaces include, but are not limited to. <sighs> Bathrooms, closets, laundry room, kid room, pet corners, man cave, she sheds, most nooks, and all crannies. There you go. Febreze Small Spaces is the world's most convenient. <laughs> Febreze Small Spaces is super convenient and never stops freshening for 45 days. Mm-hmm. Breathe happy, Febreze, la, 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 la searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk visit crosswalk.com from devotionals to christian living topics movie reviews to marriage and financial articles and so much more the intersection of faith and life crosswalk.com the division of salem media group am 1280 the patriot the northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join us and, and i certainly hope you will hey don't forget AM 1570 is the format so nice. We do it twice. We know you like a good, meaningful conversation. It matters a lot to you. That's why if you listen to us each day, not just here on the 1280, but on the 1570, where you get the likes of Ben Shapiro and, and Dana Lash and people we don't have enough time of the day to fit in. Anyway, AM 1280, AM 1570, side-by-side on my speed dialer, on my, what do they call it, on my stations, eh, whatever, on my radio. You should do the same thing as well. So, that's why we get you the best radio, to keep you warm on a cold evening. Yeah. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us. And that's uh, that, that's why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. We are a, uh, a, a, a talk station, which means you get to talk as well. That's half the fun here, folks. Uh Anyway, so we were talking before about uh, 
well, the elections, obviously, you've heard. They're, they're coming up. They're going to be kind of a big deal. And uh, one of the ones, I think you're, you're, you're kind of starting to see some concern on the part of Keith Ellison. I mean, he should be concerned. The, the polling uh, for him has been kind of, kind of putrid uh, by his standards. I mean, he's, by all rights, as an incumbent DFL in a hard purple state, uh, as an incumbent in, in, a, in a state where the GOP has not won a constitutional executive branch office in 16 years at all. And that was just one, the governor's race in 2006. He should, by all rights, be ahead by 5 to 15 points at this point here. Even the Survey USA poll that showed uh, back after Labor Day that showed Scott Jensen completely out of the race, 18 points down, causing some people who should know better to say, hey, he should just pull out of the race right now. Uh, even, even that poll showed that Jim Schultz was in striking distance. And some of the responses from DFLers have been so snarky, ugly, and dismissive. you got to think, they're getting a little scared here. With good reason. I mean, Keith Ellison uh, has been Attorney General for three years and nine months. And he has spent that entire time glorifying, aiding, and abetting crime and the collapse of the rule of law, starting... Before his election in 2018, well, starting long before that, but Keystone in its own way with a photo of him at a bookstore in, I believe, New York when he was off on some tour somewhere, holding up a copy, a selfie he took of himself at a bookstore, holding up a copy of <clears throat> Antifa, the Anti-Fascist Handbook by Mark Bright. And it's got a couple of communist flags on the cover. And it's replete with communist imagery that 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 harkens back to quote anti end quote faz roots as the communist party's equivalent of the brown shirts which is what they were they were no better and no different than brown shirts their only difference was they worked for the commies and in that case the commies lost they had to go underground they had to change their name from the red flag to Anti-fascist action, I'll translate from the German for you. They are anti-fascist in the same way that Lucchese's are anti-Gambino. They're just two rival gangs going over the same turf. That is all they are. Anyway, Keith Ellison taking a selfie mugging with the anti-fa handbook. The anti-fascist handbook. Uh, he has suddenly found himself in a need after three years and nine months after being sworn in to look like he's, well, I was going to say tough on crime. I think a better term might be less useless on crime. And you're starting to see some signs that his, his panic is setting in. He's kind of defaulting to, well, he's reverting to the default settings for DFLs. A, counting on his voters being... Uh, not very good critical thinkers and, and low information voters in pointing out ads, sending out his round of TV ads that, as we pointed out last week, maybe the week before, feature Mike Freeman and John Choi talking about how they rely on Keith Ellison for, in their efforts to fight crime. And of course, you have to know that's absurd on his face because neither of them makes any effort to fight crime. I mean, both Mike Freeman and John Choi are the greatest enablers of crime in the state of Minnesota. They don't prosecute criminals. They, 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 they have never once, neither of them has ever used Minnesota's statutory sentence enhancement of tacking, what, five to seven years onto a conviction uh, for, for using a gun in a crime. They've never done They plead it away or they never bring it up. So... Keith Ellison, I mean, that's the most laughable example of him trying to look tough on crime. You see examples of, of him. Uh, there, was a, there was a presser this past week or a photo op he did where he's wearing a flannel shirt. He's wearing a flannel shirt over his dress shirt and dress pants, mind you. So he's, he's got a shirt on like he's about to go out and, and try and shoot down some ducks. But he's wearing a dress shirt and dress pants. It's like one of his 
messaging intern that said, hey, let's try and make you look like a regular Minnesotan. What's a regular Minnesotan? Well, they wear flannel shirts to the office. So let's get a flannel shirt. Wouldn't it be ironic if they went to Fleet Farm? Oh, yeah, that's right, Fleet Farm. One of the things Ellison is doing is trying to look tough on crime by, quote, tackling gun crime, end quote. He filed a suit in Hennepin County District Court this past week alleging Mills Fleet Farm sold 37 firearms to two straw purchases over the course of 10 months, despite red flags that some buyers were trafficking the guns to criminals and those otherwise prohibited from legally purchasing guns themselves, according to the Star Tribune. But is he really tackling gun crime? I mean, it's Keith Ellison. Come on. Of course, this is a cynical ploy. Because the alleged straw buyers... Well, we don't have to call them alleged anymore because they were arrested, tried, convicted, and sentenced by the feds. Not by Mike Freeman or John Choi or Keith Ellison, for that matter. None of whom, by the way, cares about straw buyers in the least. Mike Freeman has said it in as many words. He doesn't go after straw buyers because going after straw buyers isn't sexy until five weeks before an election because nobody ever got elected to the Senate or to governor by chasing down your typical straw buyer who's frequently uh, a gang member's girlfriend or or grandmother or, or cousin who doesn't have a crime record. This is not a sexy crime that gets people elected to higher office, which is what an awful lot of U.S. attorneys are in it for. It's what David Lillehog clearly drooled over during his entire time in office as a a shot at at being governor or senator or both. Who knows? Lillehog's ambition knew no bounds. At any rate, Keith Ellison uh, is is at the head of a DFL law enforcement organization, the the state's uh, as the head uh, attorney for the state of Minnesota. Uh, is trying to look tough by doing, so, looking like he's done something on an issue that his entire party has sworn off. The gun rights movement has been asking, demanding, pointing out, begging people like Mike Freeman, John Choi, Keith Ellison to pay attention to straw buyers because that's where so many of, of, of the gun uh, crime guns used in Minneapolis come from. I mean, when people say, hey, Chicago's violent because Indiana has guns next door. Well, yeah, because the U.S. attorney for Illinois and the various county prosecutors in Cook County have made it very plain that they're interested in going after sexy crimes, not people who drive across the border from Hammond with a a, a trunk full of Glocks to sell to people who are willing to pay a premium for illegal guns. It's their job, and none of them are doing it. By the way, uh, good friend Rob Dore at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus explained uh, the stuff that the media won't and can't regarding Ellison's, let's just be fair, deeply cynical action. I I posted the entire thread at shotinthedark.info this past week. Uh, To sum it up, as Rob Dore says, there's a reason Attorney General Ellison filed a civil suit not a criminal suit. He didn't have to fire a, file a criminal suit because the feds actually did Mike Freeman and John Choi's work for them. The burden of proof is significantly lower in a civil case. He absolutely cannot prove Fleet Farm violated criminal law. Instead, he's relying on a very thinly constructed theory of negligence by Fleet Farm. Uh, Rob went on, by the way, to point out most of this complaint is hyper-political garbage, but it boils down to this. Fleet Farm is required to report to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives when two or more handguns are sold at a time or within a five-day period to a given person. If Fleet Farm did this, the case is going to get dismissed immediately. Now, if they didn't, says Rob, they're going to be in trouble. And looking at the pattern of sales where you have a fair number of guns being bought, in one case, uh, at a fleet farm in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Park, three guns being uh, sold in six days. 
a couple of uh, within three day gaps of each other. Yeah. If that didn't get reported to the feds, Fleet Farm might be in trouble. Fleet Farm, by the way, as a corporation, has no way of knowing all this. Each store is an individual federal licensed firearm dealer, and they communicate directly with the federal government. What they're going to expect uh, large retailers to form their own uh, <laughs> NICS uh, database service? That's a little absurd. Uh, there's a number. By the way, there's another case in Oakdale: three guns sold in two days. If Fleet Farm reported this to the feds, and the feds said, "Yeah, okay, go ahead, sell," there's no problem for Fleet Farm. And I don't think Keith Ellison expects there to be a problem. This is just to try and look tough the month before an election. If it disappears on November 12th, he won't care. Either should you. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Good night. I'll be right back. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking Relief Factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95 go to relieffactor.com call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer feel the difference I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex. I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, if you like the content you get here at Salem Communications, including AM 12A, The Patriot, we're just scratching the surface here. Our roster of values-driven, award-winning hosts goes way beyond what you hear on the air. So check out Salem Podcast Network for even more insightful commentary and compelling conversations from our team. Brandon Tatum, Charlie Kirk, Michelle Tafoya, Dinesh D'Souza, uh, Carl Jackson, Jenna Ellis, uh, Trish Regan, so many more. Just go to SalemPodcastNetwork.com 
all the best podcasts out there. You can keep you busy for a good long time. And that's just on top of what we put on the air here on the 1280 and the 1570. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Or you can go to hashtag Narn Show on Twitter, Gab, Parlor, me, we, or Getter. Uh, operators are standing by however you want to join us here. We are uh, observing the conversation ever, and there's so much going on right now. Uh, so we'll we'll have to come back for more of that here. At any rate, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, speaking of Keith Ellison's lawsuit, this was uh, against Fleet Farm, which is a political ploy that has almost no chance of succeeding. I mean, it, it's counting on the fact that Fleet Farm, the gun counter at least at Fleet Farm, is a very busy place. Because it's election time and people tend to buy guns before elections, especially when Democrats are in power and they're and Democrats are making noises about taking guns away, which, by the way, they are. <laughs> they, they make noises. They talk about it. It's one of the ways they rally their base. I mean, it's one of my uh, constant activities during the last presidential campaign, shall we say, was talking to progressives or say now nobody's coming for your guns in that condescending cooing tone they use. And and I'd respond to them, well, I mean, it's on Joe Biden's website. The Biden for President campaign site says we're going to confiscate AR-50s. Oh, those guns. Well, I mean, nobody needs one of the. Well, then you're going to confiscate guns. You're coming for the guns that I used to have before they all fell in the lake. But for people whose guns did not fall in the lake, you're coming for their guns. I mean, you want to come from my guns, you're going to have to scuba into the middle of Lake Superior. Near the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, 500 feet down, darn the luck. Because I was at a Edmund Fitzgerald memorial when the boat rolled and dumped all my guns. Anyway, a long story. Uh, th- There's a lawsuit against Fleet Farm, which is depending on the fact that Fleet Farm's very busy, run the, the gun counter, employing a lot of part-time workers who are uh, scrambling to keep up with things and, and sending off uh, Nick's background checks to the feds and getting the results back. And it's the feds' job. I mean, it's Fleet Farm's job to say, hey, we noticed someone's bought two guns in five days or there's a, a surge of, of purchases coming. But the feds are the ones that keep the master database that shows if someone is zipping around from store to store, they're buying a whole bunch of guns. They're the ones who will issue the hold. It is their job. That's what they're supposed to do. And so if Fleet Farms in Oakdale, Brooklyn Center, the rest of the Fleet Farms that were named in this lawsuit are sending the, the Knicks background checks to the feds, and diligently reporting that which they have some reason to know. Someone just bought guns here on back-to-back days or two days apart. As long as they're doing that, it's on the feds. It's on the NICS and on the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. I think Keith Ellison knows that, although I put nothing past him. I think he knows... I. Always assume your opponents are are more intelligent than you think. In fact, always assume they're more intelligent than you. That way, uh, you usually have a pleasant surprise. Uh, If Keith Ellison didn't know that, I mean, he really shouldn't be an attorney general. If he does, and I, I think he does know that that's the case, then really the only answer is this is something that really is only of, that he only really needs to have in play for another three and a half weeks, four weeks till the election. So that's all it's there for, to try and show Minnesota that Keith Ellison is, and I quote, tough on crime. And you kind of know uh, th- that this is going to be one of those situations. When you saw the way this lawsuit was rolled out, it was at a press conference with Mayor Fry, uh, with Keith Ellison and a bunch of his staffers in attendance here. And there's this hilarious video of Mayor Fry talking to a room full of the press saying, it's easier to get a gun in Minneapolis than a fresh apple. That's a direct quote. And it's hilarious. One of the videos of the events about that point focuses in on Attorney General Ellison, who does this classic double take. His jaw literally drops, and he looks around, his eyes 
he kind of bugs. I want to say his eye, his eyebrows raise in that he said what kind of expression? Jaw drops, eyebrows zip upwards from his scowl to more of his what the heck did I just see face? And he turns away from the mayor and looks at one of his associates. And I'm not a lip reader, but his expression said, "Did he really say that? What the heck was that?" And, and it's it was absolutely hilarious. It's it's I, by the way I posted it at Shot in the Dark this past week at a link entitled <clears throat> "It's Easier to Gun uh, Get a Gun Than a Fresh Apple." It came out on uh, Thursday at Shot in the Dark. I hope you can check it out. The video is right there. When Keith Ellison's BS detector goes off, spraying shrapnel around the room, you know you got a problem, Mayor Fry. It was it was one of the most hilarious things I've seen, and a sign that Keith Ellison even uh, knows the difference between truth and BS at some level. Uh, not enough to change his approach to DFL voters, but well, it's close enough. Speaking, by the way, of campaign ploys. Keith Ellison's lawsuit is one of them, trying to make him look tough on crime to progressives, to moderate, I should say, progressive, to the center left. You had another one that came out this past week. I believe it may have been on uh, this past Wednesday, Uh, just in time for midterms. At any rate, the president, quote, pardoned, end quote, all people in federal custody for marijuana possession charges and urged the states to do the same. Now, I first heard about this on a national public radio newscast. I listen so you don't have to. Uh, and at least to their, to their, I don't know, I have to give them kudos for at least announcing this, which is something I've not seen any other mainstream news outlets, KARE, WCCO, the Star Tribune. I've seen this in nobody else's coverage of this story, so kudos to NPR. Uh, none of them mentioned, as NPR did, albeit in the closing seconds of its report on the subject, the president just pardoned people who are in federal prison for marijuana possession. Now, this is going to affect a lot of people, right? We're told that the the prisons are clogged with people who are in, there in jail for simple uh, simple possession, and this will muck out an awful lot of prison cells in the federal system, right? <laughs> No, the number of people in federal custody solely for marijuana possession is zero. Literally, nobody is going to be affected by this little bit of campaign legerdemain. It's puffery. Speaking of puffery, if campaigns are there to be puffed, Peggy Flanagan will see that. It says that campaign, Democrat campaign needs puffing up. Peggy Flanagan's social media account, by the way, the co-governor of the state of Minnesota, her social media account, at least, will be right there. Uh, She announced uh, this would have been uh, on on Thursday. And I quote, pardoning federal marijuana possession convictions is a major step forward. Tim Waltz and I are fighting to legalize marijuana and expunge marijuana possession convictions. Well, no, it's not a major step forward. In terms of actually actual lives, I mean, yes, if 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 the federal government actually follows through on decriminalizing marijuana, that'd be something. And by the way, it's something I personally support because we have a lot of jail cells being full uh, full up with pot dealers, not at the federal level, clearly, but at the state level and the county level. An awful lot of jail cells are full of people who are guilty of some level of trafficking marijuana, which is not my speed. Frankly, I've, I've never smoked a joint in my life, uh, and I, I don't, but I don't care if you legalize marijuana. It, it seems to have no worse of an effect on people and on society than, than alcohol, which is ebulliently legal in almost all of the United States. In fact, I, I would work out a trade. If I were a hyper-conservative governor, of Minnesota, for example, I mean, since we're talking improbabilities here, I'd be perfectly happy to legalize marijuana as long as there was a companion bit of legislature, a legislation that made it legal to smack stoners upside the head. Because, dude, 
I hate that stoner accent, man. People, people who are baked and just start freestyling at thinking, uh, just sort of get lost in their thoughts. And they have that sort of Northern California stoner vibe working at a, at a kale shop. And you can tell that clearly that they haven't been, uh, they, that they were the ones who taught Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg how to torch up. I just want to smack them up. So I don't care. Smoke anything you want. But come across to society like that. Someone should be allowed to smack you with something. Not lethal. No permanent damage. Just something to say, quit being a stoner. At any rate, Peggy Flanagan, at any rate, is is wrong in the sense that pardoning people from federal marijuana position will free no one from prison and has no effect on the complete federal prohibition on cannabis, which, by the way, is at odds with all the states that have legalized pot. Get the feds to actually take some policy action on the subject, Governor Flanagan. You might have a point. By the way, so when she says, Tim Waltz and I are fighting to legalize marijuana, well, now they are. The month before the election, when they have two legal marijuana parties on the ballot, yeah, now they're making noises about it. And those noises will disappear on November 9th, by the way, for another four years. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Good know where we'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your heating doesn't need to be spooky this fall. The team at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning are here to craft custom solutions for you and your family. Get ahead of the howling winter weather and take advantage of this month's spooktacular offer and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. The temperature dropping means more time inside. Ask your local sales rep about Standard Heating's indoor air quality solutions and receive $100 in savings on a UV light or electronic air cleaner with your purchase now offering zero percent financing for qualified buyers these savings won't be here long call now and save fifteen hundred dollars or more on a new furnace and ac combo standard heating and air conditioning a family-owned and operated business visit standardheating.com standard heating and air conditioning providing the comfort you deserve since 1930 call standard heating to schedule an appointment today mention the patriot that's standardheating.com This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense. Math fluency and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot. I'm an American 
Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join me. By the way, Elephant in the Room, like I said, had a great gig last night out at the uh, uh, Coon Rapids VFW. Got to remember which service organization it is because we got legions, we got VFWs, we got clubs that are both. Either way, had a great time. We hope to be back soon. By the way, our next gig coming up Friday, October 21st at the Savage American Legion. And by, by the following Saturday, October 29th, the Halloween Eve Eve show at the Roseville American Legion. Yeah, lots of legions out there. And we'll, we'll be back to the Stillwater Lounge and Bowl on November 12th. So three gigs coming up in the next uh, roughly month here, uh, covering all parts of town, the southwest, uh, the northeast, and the center of the metro area. Either way, love to have you come out to one of them. We had so much fun. Well, we were at Stillwater last Saturday night. That was a blast. Had a great time there, as always. Uh, we say, if you got a request, feel free to make it. You might have to sing it. And we proved it again. Uh, last Saturday night, one of the kitchen staff came out and sang Freebird. Yeah, we did Freebird. What do you want to do about it? Uh, last night, we had some other people just come out of the crowd and do a few songs with us here. Kind of feel like I'm doing karaoke sometimes. But no, in fact, we play the instruments. It's, that's what we're about. So a week from this coming Friday, Savage Legion, that's going to be October 21st, Oy. Um, coming up at the Savage American Legion, which is right down by Neeson's, actually, kind of across the alley, I think. So, yeah, we should just, like, leave a stockpile of gear stowed down there since we play down there so much, that, that block of Savage. Uh, always a great time. And by the way, we're going to be back at Neeson's uh, coming up on November 18th. So, yeah, over the next six weeks, four different gigs covering all the corners of the metro area. Uh, make sure you uh, tune up, uh, come on out for one of those at any rate. So one thing that popped up this last week is you, you have Governor Waltz, as we pointed out during the uh, first, second segment of the show here, talking about all the things he claims to have achieved that were neither achievements nor especially anything to brag about. One of the things that is probably the most galling is this past week the, the media talked about the 450-some dollars in hero pay that's going out to literally one-third of Minnesota's adults. A million of these checks for 400-odd dollars are going out to people who were rated apparently as the opposite of non-essential uh, heroes by the uh, state government here in Minnesota. And what you have to do to be a hero, I don't know. I mean, doctor, nurses, cops, firefighters, of course, they, they qualify. But uh, beyond that, what? I mean, big box workers have no idea what the special sauce that went into determining who was a hero or at least $457 worth of hero and, and who wasn't. But by golly, Governor Clink was there to take credit for it, along with the announcement that a a hero of my acquaintance had been rated as a hero by the governor, came a message, an email, helpfully labeled a message from Governor Tim Waltz. Dear Chuck, thanks, Chuck, for the work you've done to help the people of Minnesota stay healthy and safe through the COVID-19 pandemic. Your work is an important part of the fabric of our state and ensured that Minnesota was able to continue functioning toward the pandemic, during the pandemic. Okay, fair enough so far. Now, he says, I'm proud to say you will receive $487.45 as a thank you from the state of Minnesota. I was honored to sign a bill to recognize workers like you for being on the front lines of the pandemic. Lieutenant Governor Penny, Peggy Flanagan and I come together with politicians from both parties, workers, and businesses to provide these payments to frontline workers. He is claiming credit for the hero paychecks, something that he had little enough to do with. I mean, it was the legislature's job. It, 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 his performance in claiming credit for the $487 hero paychecks to the million heroes among the 5 million people in Minnesota. And can you really have 20% of an entire population be heroes? Isn't that sort of the opposite of the definition of hero? I suppose the people of London were heroes during the Blitz, uh, the ones who stuck, which most of them, I, who, I, let's not parse that one. The governor's claiming credit for that. And, by the way, beyond that, claiming credit for the $2,000 he, quote, fought to give you, heroes, during the legislative session. 
In fact, you're seeing a lot of those from DFL politicians, the things that Governor Waltz and that, that Keith Ellison and that Angie Craig, quote, fought for, end quote. Or, well, that's that's the second dumbest one of the lot. They fought for it. In other words, they got up and spoke in favor of a bill that didn't go through for whatever reason. They'll say it's because of Republican intransigence. The Republicans will say, no, there was poison pen in that omnibus bill. They No Republican would ever vote for it. Intentionally so. The bill is worth more to the Democrats as a, as a cudgel for the ill-informed than it was for actual payments to people. And there's also the inconvenient fact that while Governor Waltz, quote, fought for, end quote, the, uh, the, the, these payments, the Republicans fought to give the entire surplus back to the voters who actually paid for it, all of the taxpayers of Minnesota. So there's a reason that Governor Klink doesn't go all the way through to the logical extent of how the, the entire episode went. When they say they fought for something, that means they spoke on behalf of something that went nowhere for whatever reason. And if they don't tell you the reason, the reason's probably a whole lot more nuanced than they want to give you credit for being able to think of. The only thing dumber, by the way, is when a legislator, say Angie Craig, says she wrote a bill that would have, the one that has been making getting the headlines lately, is she wrote a bill that would have capped the price of insulin at $35, which is great. Except if you didn't actually put together a coalition of people who agreed and vote to push it through and survive all the challenges that would come with it, like price fixing and and the like, then it is of no matter than I writing up my plans for my hot third date with Anna Kendrick. It's fun to think about. Maybe a fun story to tell. But it's purely idle speculation. So when Angie Craig says she wrote a bill that would have capped the prices of insulin, just think, it is exactly of the same moral, ethical, factual, and logical weight as Mitch Berg's plans for his date with Anna Kendrick. That's it. No more. Well, one more thing. They only put that out there because they can assume their voters are stupid. There's a lot of stupid voters out there. We have to be smarter and we have to work 10 times as hard as them because of it. We're down into the month before the election. The time is now. If you've never volunteered on a campaign before, do it now. If you've never ponied up 50 bucks to give to a candidate that you get paid back via the PCR program, do it now. They need it now, folks. If we're going to turn this state around, it has to start here now, this election. Uh, We'll be back with more next week. Brad Carlson uh, tomorrow, 1 to 3. Jack Tomczak up next. Go nowhere. We'll be back next week. God bless you all. God bless America. The channel's nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, Midterm Projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gained by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California, the Republican yeah. generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported that Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your Senate prediction? Plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right, because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. 
A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTI Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. Some fall reminders from AMI. Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to ThinkAMI.com. For the life of your home, visit AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.